Barry Rogan was fucked. Sweat peppered his brow, a raging fever burning through his body. Blood and piss soaked the blue denim of his jeans. His gouged-out eyes were bandaged. He clawed at the dressing with his fingers. Kaz could feel the heat radiating from his face. They were on a bus. Barry's head lay upon her lap, his lean frame stretched across the disabled seats at the front, near the driver's cabin. He was dreaming, shaking. Drool blubbered from his lips as he muttered something that didn't make any sense. Shh, Kaz soothed. You need to rest. It was only a few hours ago that those creatures had swarmed their Land Rover close to Belfast city centre. They'd pulled Barry through the window, ripped him apart as Kaz watched on, too frightened to help. And now Barry was dying. In her hand, Kaz held a little silver crucifix, gripping it so tightly that it was cutting into her skin. It was a symbol of hope, but inside the teenager felt hopeless. Her heart continued to beat, but the blood ran cold. A single tear rolled down her cheek unchecked. The bus continued its journey up the M2 motorway, the noise of its engine coarse and angry. The woman behind the wheel was called Star. Ink covered her skin, the colours providing a stark contrast to the grey mood. Star flicked the catch on her gas lighter, sparked up a cigarette. She noticed Kaz in the rearview mirror and said, You all right, doll? Kaz wiped her face. It's Barry, she said. He'll die unless we get him some help. I've done what I can, but there's blood and God knows what else seeping through his bandages. Star dragged on her smoke, glanced in the rear view again. Kaz could have sworn there was a look of pity in her eyes, were she to believe that any emotion at all stirred beneath the tattooed woman's cold exterior. You're right, he don't look too good, she said, then dragged on the cigarette again. Ain't much more we can do for him, is there? We could take him to a hospital, Kaz offered. Star laughed humorlessly. You're joking, right? No, I'm not joking. We might find something that can help him. Painkillers, fresh dressing, anything to give him a fighting chance. He'll die if we just leave him like this. We should keep moving, came another voice. It belonged to Professor Herbert Matthews. He sat in a nearby seat, hands gripping the safety bar for dear life. Those creatures could come back at any moment. The longer we stay on the road, the more dangerous. Listen, Prof, Star interrupted. Barry's one of us. That outweighs any bullshit you feed us about what we need to do. The old man glared at her with faintly masked disdain. We agreed to go directly to the airport. That's what the plan was. Close to the professor, a few survivors huddled fearfully in their seats. Herbert spotted them on the outskirts of Belfast city centre after the first attack of the creatures, and he'd insisted that Star pick them up. The old man no doubt reckoned he'd done his bit already. Barry's welfare was irrelevant, given the bigger picture. Star didn't agree. Fuck your plan, she sneered. We don't have time to stop, Herb protested, his face purple. It was weird, Kaz thought, to see him so agitated. In his dressing gown and pyjamas, he looked like something off children's TV. A doting grandfather, the mad professor in one of those films they'd play on Sundays. Yet, as Kaz was beginning to realise, another part of Herb Matthews commanded authority.
she remembered his speech before they'd left Belfast. Talking about his plan, how a group of survivors from an airport in Manchester had contacted him on his old radio, about their hope for Herb to set up base at Belfast's main airport and establish some sort of communication network with other survivors around the world. It made sense. But Star had other ideas. The tattooist sank her foot on the brake, spinning the steering wheel in a precarious 180-degree turn. The bus swung sideways, the screeching of its wheels echoing out into an otherwise silent dawn. Several survivors were thrown from their seats. They cowered on the floor, hands wrapped around their heads as the bus continued to slide. Kaz held Barry. Herb gripped the safety rail even tighter, clinging on for dear life. The bus skidded to a halt, remained perfectly still on the motorway, the engine dead.